0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah! I ain't looking for one night stand. I want you in the worst way. I beg for kids. She gave me seven.
1: Welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about I Love You in Me. You being a letter U. Uh, From the B-Sides, recorded in the summer 1989 at Paisley Park and released on the 16th of October 1989 as the B-Side for The Arms of Orion. Um, This was then used again by Prince as the B-Side for Insatiable. I'm not quite sure why he reused this B-Side in particular, Um, and particularly like kind of like two, two years apart, like that's quite a big gap um he'd reused b-sides previously but that had been when he was just using album tracks and you know so like you know i feel for you or something was like a b-side on three different singles and stuff like that but in this case it's like very specifically a b-side the prince is reusing um obviously he would do this like with horny pony which was also a b-side to get off and cream so you know not the first time he's done this um, but, you know, just kind of unusual that he, he used it on those two tracks, which are, you know, kind of almost diametrically opposite. I don't think you can say the arms of riot and Insatiable are kind of even really in the same kind of vein. On the track itself, it is just Prince by himself, and the song is 4 minutes and 12. And joining me to talk about this is Alec Rayner. Hello, Alec. Hello. I actually, I actually bought the single of Insatiable, as I said on that episode. Um, it was fairly expensive over here because it was a, an American import. Um, And that was where I first heard I Love You and Me. Um, Now, obviously, for a lot of the B-sides, the first time I heard them was when I heard the (laughs) B-sides. You know, it was basically 20 songs on there. Um, I think I'd heard Shockadelica and I Love You and Me, and that was pretty much it. Like, uh, you know, I hadn't been collecting Prince singles or anything. I'd only just recently gone into Prince. um, And, you know, some of the singles that I'd got had basically... You know, um, well, one of them had "Call the Law" as a B-side, so and that isn't on the B-side collection. Um, and "Sexy MF" had Strollin' as a B-side, so obviously, you know, I, when I was getting into Prince, the B-sides for some reason weren't B-sides. <laughs> um, so when I heard the b sides collection, pretty much everything was new to me, apart from this song and uh, "Shockadelica." Those are the two that I would previously owned. Um, so I mean, was when when you got the B-sides, was that the first time that you would have heard this track?
0: The first time I heard it was when, it, when i got the b-sides collection the b-side the yeah. hits and slash the b-sides collections one of the first um prince albums that i had for myself because i remember cleaning my aunt's house one day and she bought me the hits slash the b-sides is kind of like a reward for spending like six seven hours cleaning your house while i was over there so it was it, it was a good reward and i knew prince did b-sides that were different because yeah. um When Doves Cry, Let's Go Crazy, and Purple Rain, I knew people that had those 45 singles. So I would listen to the back. So I knew it was 17 Days and Erotic City and Purple... Oh, God, from the Purple Rain single. Yeah. So I knew they were out there, but this is the first time I heard it was in the context of the B-side.
1: I mean, coincidentally, the hits of B-side was also the first Prince album that I bought for myself as well. So, um, you know, and and the way... I mean, I bought it on cassette... Um, and I also um, I got a display um, from a local record shop that had a number of um, it had the 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 hits one the hits two uh, sleeves but just the fronts not the not the actual kind of backs they weren't actual sleeves um, and then it also had a large cutout of prints, which uh, resides in my hallway uh, for many years when I lived somewhere else it, w- it was above my bed it, like here in the B sides I've said this a few times but I'll say it one more time it was kind of like a revelation because it's basically like twenty brand new songs. <laughs> You know, and that's a lot of Prince to take in all at once, especially if, you know, you were a kind of like a new Prince fan or or if you were someone who, say, was, was getting the hits uh, one or the hits two, you know, ha- hearing all these B-sides, I mean, you know, there's just so many of them. And, you know, it, the kind of like the quality of the songs, these aren't like songs that Prince has just kind of thrown on the back of singles because, you know, they weren't good or anything. These are songs that he worked a lot on, you know, spent some time kind of putting them together, and, you know, really kind of put effort into them. Um, and I think I Love You and Me is what is kind of a really good example of that. Because, you know, the amount of kind of like production that's on here, you know, the the kind of the instrumentation and everything. Um, I mean, I can almost see why he used this as a B-side twice. Because it's like, well, you know, Arms of Orion barely charted. Let's put this on a single that's <laughs> going to be more successful so everyone can hear the work I put into this song. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of a genre, um, it's really weird. Because to me, it feels very much... You know, it feels very much like it's kind of like a ballad. Uh, but there's also like a very specific kind of story um, that's being told in here. So it's kind of a little bit of a kind of story song ballad. But at the same time, the production of it, um, I don't know how you feel about it, but it feels kind of very kind of mid 80s, even yeah. though it was recorded in 89. It, like it has that feel of kind of like... Um, uh, almost like like you said like a purple rain b-side that's what it feels like to me it kind of fits in that same kind of mode yeah
0: i'd say very very gentle is what i think the instrumentation like everything here a little burst of sound like the little first little ting and the tings it's just a very gentle sounding song to me and it, yeah and even with prince's i think his delivery on this song there's a lot of lines that feel like very gently said instead of a lot of his it, like sex ballad power songs he's like you know what the almost you know singing it with a lot of power a lot of like strong sexual um conviction i guess would be the word for it but this time (laughs) and i love you in me he's a little bit more reserved like ah, dang hopefully i don't come before she does
1: (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) yeah there are yeah there are some very specific lines in here i mean like so like the idea of having a song where prince kind of describes very specifically what's going to happen um i think is quite interesting and you know, I mean, the lyrics themselves, um, you know, kind of the only, there's no real chorus. It's just kind of verse upon verse upon verse throughout the whole song. Um, you know, aside from the refrain of "And I say, ooh, she, I love you and me." You know, that's that's kind of the refrain at each each line. Uh, but you know, he starts off saying she took off her dress and I took a peek while thunderstorm played hide and seek, uh, which I to me kind of recalls a little bit of the story that's in. Um, Raspberry Beret, you know, when he's talking about the, the lightning seams and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah. you know, like here talking about thunderstorms, but they're talking about lightning. So, you know, maybe a kind of a little bit of an allusion to that. Um, okay. And he says, I beg for a kiss and she gave me seven. And so, <laughs> so yeah, the um, Prince number you know, Prince obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously that's recurred in a few songs, but one in particular that shares that number. Um, and of course, Prince is our Lips lips and it feel like heaven. Now, to me, that feels like there's a little bit of kind of... Um, I mean, I don't, I, to me, and I I don't know if I, I, don't want to get too specific, but this feels like a song where the character Prince is playing, um, is losing his virginity. Yeah. Maybe that's just, maybe that's just the way I'm hearing it, but, um, particularly, you know, some of the lines later on. Um, but like the idea that, you know, he begs for a single kiss and she gives him seven, it seems to suggest that, you know, he's, he's kind of looking for the bare minimum kind of contact yeah. here and she's she's willing to take it further and maybe that's surprising him. And of, of course, a lot of the, the stuff that is placed in this song is, is placed on the female protagonist, you know, in the next verse when he says, "Um, you know, he's, I mean, I love the double tracking as well. Everything I want is what she does to me. She don't blush because she's so damn free. free. When she's making love, it's like surgery. So he's he's saying when she's making love, it's like surgery. He's not saying that his participation in this is like surgery. Yeah. And I kind of lied because that really is the chorus. You know, it it recurs, you know, a little kind of here and there. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the fact that she's the one making love, I think is the interesting kind of twist in this. That
0: Prince isn't really in the driver's seat this time around is like we see him in a lot of the other tracks where he's the at least feels like the driving sexual force i kind of like the surgery thing it's like she's doing everything and prince is like kind of put under and kind of (laughs) like oh wow oh wow i just wanted one kiss yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. um
1: and this and this is where we are yeah and and uh you know and then of course we get to the line i promised myself not to come until she does and she took both hands and the liar i was uh, so obviously he was not successful in that. Um, and then he says, no man in this world could ever hope to last when my baby downshifts and starts pumping fast. I mean, I mean, literally to me that, you know, he's basically saying, you know, I was trying to hold back, but there's no way I could. And then he kind of almost excused himself to say, look, nobody could. Like, there's no guy who could <laughs> yeah. hold back on it. This is like she's, you know, she's pumping fast. She's like a surgeon. She's not like she's not letting you get away with anything. And and he also says she don't blush because she's so damn free. So obviously, you know, she's obviously secure in her sexuality. Yeah. And she's she's not gonna you know, she's not gonna kind of hide from that. You know, she's she basically knows what she wants. He only won one kiss and here we are with his like unsuccessful attempts to hold back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I love as well, he you know, he says, Our bodies sink in a pool of sweat. It's the kind of love that you never forget. Again, that's a line that makes me think this is his first time, you know, yeah. like he's not gonna forget this experience um and he says with you honey i'm the richest in the world i don't need money because you're my girl (laughs) and then we get the you know the chorus repeated a couple of times and you know we have a bit of the i say you she love you and me is the kind of the final line um as i've said before i love a song that finishes with the title of the song yeah um but yeah i mean you know kind (laughs) of in those in those few kind of verses we get this picture of i mean when Prince is saying i'm the richest in the world you know like Obviously, that 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 kind of feeling of being with someone who is like kind of this good, um, you know, yeah. saying how he doesn't need money because because you're my girl, and there's a little kind of like I like as well because it's the kind of love that you never forget, and there's the the refrain of never forget, never forget. like kind of just, I mean, it's it's just yeah. one of those great things, and then and then obviously you know, I mean, I, everything here points to someone uh, losing their virginity in a kind of unforgettable manner, yes, um, and feeling like really inexperienced compared to their lover um and you know it's not a very long story but i think that's the point i think prince yeah. is kind of this is not like um this is not like a the title track from you know the first album released after the hits which you know is 11 minutes and 13 in which prince is clearly in the driving seat and the one kind of you know telling people what's going to happen and what he's going to do uh, this is him kind of being almost passive and um and you know just kind of uh basically having to just lie there and take it from you know, would be a kind of indelicate way of placing it. But yeah, you know, it's it's just one of those songs as well, you know, the production is great. Prince's delivery, like you say, is very kind of soft. His vocals are great. I love the double tracking as well, you know, like he he doesn't double track the whole song, he just does certain lines and he really kinda of like emphasizes, um, you know, like the kind of when she's making love, it's like surgery and you know like it's just it's just so great.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a song that I, I always enjoy listening to this song. But my either moods to it are, oh, wow, this is such an emotional song. This is so sweet. Or I can't help but finding myself just laughing throughout this entire song sometimes. Because it's like, just the lines are either they're so clever or so like... It's kind of like a mix between clever and cheesy to me, but it works very well. I'm like, that's actually <laughs> hilarious. The the whole, um, you know, the don't blush because you're so damn three, free and make a love. It's like surgery and I just start. <laughs> I, I always like smile when I listen to this. I I really enjoy it, but yeah. there's definitely times where I listen to this and I'm just laughing through it just because I think, The lines are funny just from a certain context. If you're just like straight looking at it, you're like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of funny what he's, you know, saying. Or maybe it's just the contrast of it. (laughs) Maybe. It's funny because Prince is usually this. It's a different set of Prince that might be funny about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I do like the fact that he starts off with she took off her dress and I took a peek. So straight away from the first line. It's not like, you know, she immediately got naked in front of him and he was, yeah. you know, it's it's like he can't he can't fully look at her. He just has to kind of take a peek because that's how kind of like shy he is. And yeah, it is kind of, it's an interesting contrast when you think of like Prince's public persona or you think of other songs where he's kind of more sexually aggressive. It does seem kind of odd that he's playing this role. But at the same time, I'd say it's completely successful. Oh yeah, um, I, w- and, I would agree. You know, in 2012... Um, he played the guitar for Andy Allo, um, and she covered this song, um, you know, and, and basically, um, you know, kind of the way, she, I mean, it's for, um, for Superconductor, which is her, her second album. Um, you know, she was in Paisley Park studio, obviously she had, you know, uh, the endorsement of, uh, of Prince, um, covering this song, uh, obviously if he was on the guitar. Um, and, you know, I think it's interesting because when sung from, you know, a female perspective, like the, the whole song shifts because then it becomes about her experience and, you know, her thoughts on what's going on. And, you know, it really kind of it takes this kind of very timid kind of, um, you know, person basically, uh, you know, losing their virginity and it turns it into something kind of a lot more kind of sexual and not aggressive because it's not you know it's it's a you know it's a very kind of like acoustic song and it's it's very kind of gentle still even with Andy Allo singing it but it gives it a, a kind of a completely different feel um, to what Prince was doing.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, that whole album, I just love Prince's guitar to it, and um, Andy Allo does a really good job of, kind of of being like super gentle with their vocals too, which. I don't know if that's just the way she sings because a lot of the songs on the album I remember kind of like that where they feel like very gentle, like super gentle delivery of the vocals, which are good for a lot of like acoustic songs because I remember kind of when she flipped we Can, um, we Can Funk to We Can Love. It was kind of that same little, um you know, nice kind of floaty but little gentle voice. And then I think she covered the Roxy, Roxy Music song more than this. And yeah kind of the same flow of that, if I remember the album correct.
1: I mean, for his final few years, obviously Prince had Third Eye Girl as a backing band and and they are on they're on that album as well. So I think it's interesting that Prince kind of, for the last few years of his career, kind of shifted towards having more kind of female influence. Obviously, when I was talking about tracks off uh, Diamonds and Pearls, I talked about how, you know, having a band that was, uh, you know, mostly black musicians, uh, you know, with the exception of Tommy Barbarella, as a kind of opposite to having the revolution, which had one black musician and a lot of very kind of white musicians, I think that kind of helped him. And I think also, you know, in later years, you know, the influence of more female, um, you know, musicians also kind of influenced his later albums. Um, But also the fact that he was willing to kind of collaborate here and, and kind of just be like, okay, I'll you know I'll play the guitar, <laughs> and th- and that's all I will do. Like yeah. he didn't he didn't feel the need to kind of put any backing vocals on or double track Andy at any point or you know he he just was there to play the guitar and kind of um, just be like a, a you know a musician rather than kind of being the star. And I think that's also quite interesting that he you know that he was willing to do that because. You know, obviously, you know, there are certain points in his career where he definitely was not willing to kind of play back up to anybody else. Um, So it's interesting that by the time he got to, you know, his later career, he was kind of comfortable enough to be like, look, I'll just come, I'll play the guitar. You know, you can cover these songs and everything will be fine. Yeah. And and it's a wonderful version of the song as well.
0: Oh, um, agreed. Now,
1: I would say out of five, I'm going to have to give this a five. I love this song so much. I mean, you know, it's regardless of any mood, Alec. You know, I always feel like... I always feel like it's a five out of five. I love this song. And you're right, some of the lines can be a bit cheesy. Um, but, you know, I just I just think the pro, you know, production is yeah. so great. And, you know, we haven't really talked about it, but there is kind of like a middle eight where Prince just starts singing ooh, ooh ooh over and over again. And that's like kind of, I don't know, I like to imagine that's, you know, him in the bed with her on top. And, you know, like, and that's all <laughs> the sound he can make is just this kind of gentle ooh-ooh-ooh-ooh. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a great song. Aside from the cover by Andy Allo as well, you know, I haven't been able to find any kind of other covers, really. Uh, And also, you know, Prince, he played it live, you know, a little bit in the 90s, and then, you know, he kind of brought it back when he was doing his piano tour. So he played it on the final, you know, tour that he did. Um, So obviously this was a song, you know, and and like we said, he played it with Andy Allo. So obviously this is a song that he had some affection for. You know, there's got to be a reason why he decided to make Warners have it as a B-side twice, um, yeah. and i think that's because obviously he must have he must have had some affection and you know for this particular song.
0: I think my overall rating was it's going to be probably a 4, and a, a 5 sometimes. It, it it's pretty close up there. I definitely like this song a lot better than um The Arms of Orion and maybe even better than Insatiable, but i think there's just stronger prince ballads up there. Even though i i adore I love you in me and it's one of my favorite ones. There's just like parts of it I find a little bit cheesy, but I think that's a little bit of just the fun of it. So it could be a five, <laughs> but if, if I were rating all the B-sides, it would definitely be the higher portion of the middle tier is probably where I'd put this.
1: I think we've said as much as we can about this, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug? Yes,
0: my Twitter's Allegraina98. Um, feel free to follow me. Talk to me about Prince. Talk to me about anything, and I really have a great time talking about Prince. One of, my, you know, one of, one of the good joys I have so it's always a good time being on this podcast.
1: And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Pins Podcast. And you can email us, not sure where you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest, Alan. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. And otherwise, goodbye. <laughs> I love you.